Well, good evening, I'm Rich Answer, and oh, people, we found a good one for you tonight. Oh, my word. Kim Stark put her little magic fingers on the phone, and um, we, we were talking all day because tonight is Elements Health Club-sponsored show, and we're always looking for ways not just to get beautiful and in shape and all that, because I think that's like the old kind of thing. Um, yes, it's nice to be in shape and be in, in tune with your body, but it's also about taking care of yourself. And hasn't COVID taught us that, that if anything, um, we need to be watching our immune system, taking care of our bodies, understanding how our bodies operate. And you don't always get that from a medical doctor. I'm sorry, medical doctor people, don't get angry with me. It's just what it is. I'm just stating some factual information here. But sometimes you have to have somebody that can walk you through your entire body, including your personality, uh, how you sleep, your attitude, what you're thinking of, anger, fear, all those things play into our immune system. And tonight we have an expert, a local expert from here that Kim found, and she's gonna talk with us um, and Kim and I already like her so much, we're probably going to have to bring her back once a month or something because I think there's some valuable information here. We, we, Despite what some people think out there, I do want you to be healthy. But instead of just masking things and separating ourselves from people, I'd like you to take control of your life so that you can manage it yourself rather than having the government tell you how to stay healthy. That's my goal for you people. <laughs> so, so anyway, we're going to have that tonight. That's a long-winded introduction. Um, our show is sponsored again by Elements Health Club. Um, they have three facilities here in the area, one at West Eugene, one at Oakway, and one over off of uh, Game Farm in Springfield. And uh, all kinds of different programs, fun programs to keep you active, to keep you interested, to make friends at a gym. And it's really super important. They all have lap pools, so you can do swimming as well, classes, and um, all kinds of programs for you to for that end of it. Tonight, we're gonna to talk about the nutritional end of it. Before we get going though, oh, we also want our sponsor, Chris Dental, uh, Dr. Michael Bratlin, my dentist. I'm going in tomorrow for my cleaning before I leave for Montana. And uh, always a great client. In fact, Michael has a special going on right now and I want, to I want him to tell you about it. A lot of crowns and we do really good crowns. Um, and it's funny, a patient asked me the other day, is like, how are you giving such cheap crowns? And, and I think they think that maybe I'm having like lesser quality. I have really good quality crowns and we do really good work. And we're, we charge, if you don't have insurance, we charge 998 bucks. So if, let's say you break a tooth and you know you need a crown, you can call us and that's how much you're paying. Um, uh, you're not gonna, we're not gonna charge you all these add-ons. You, you don't want a crown that breaks. I don't want stuff from China. Uh, it's a local lab. Uh, they're phenomenal. You're gonna come in the chair, we're not gonna charge you for a limited exam, x-ray, um, a core build up in a crown. We're gonna charge you 998. Now, in order to get that 998, you have to tell them that you saw it on Get Real with Rick Dancer, but they will honor that for the Get Real with Rick Dancer. Let's get our open going and we'll get to Bill London. He's got a bunch of news and he does something really crazy off the top. So I'm just warning Kim Stark because I know how you react to Bill when he does weird things, but I've started watching before he I put these on because I want to be aware of what he's doing. But let's just tell you he's had some criticism from some of our audience about he needs a palm tree. So I'll let him show you in just a second here. Who puts up with this? That's what I don't understand. Bring the lion out, bring the, bring the lion. Um, tonight on our show, we're gonna have, hey guys, don't you think it's kind of fun? 
that you get to comment on the news. Yeah, there's a cost. Oh yeah, there's a cost. People come after you. Like, I think that's why this is so much fun is because... I'll see you at five. From the KPNW News Center, that's 11.20 a.m. and 93.7 FM, I am Bill London of The Wake Up Call, and a shout out to uh, one of the posters on Facebook last night who said, Bill, you, you need palm trees and some sort of beach motif going on in the background. What, you don't like the Mr. Ed stall? Well, because of you, uh, once again, we had our composite artist. Yeah, there, that's what that would look like. Ooh, see it swaying in the breeze? Uh, don't you just feel all tropical? Well, one spot that has been consistently busy over the past few months is your local pharmacy. And pharmacies have been overwhelmed with people lined up to get COVID shots. And it turns out there's a shortage of pharmacy technicians to help the pharmacists. So if you've been standing in line, you are not alone. Brian Mayer is the executive director of the Oregon State Pharmacy Association, easy for me to say, and he says there are parts of Oregon where people have actually started to go to emergency rooms with medical issues because they can't get their meds. Wait times for medications can be days, even weeks. True. But some independent pharmacies that are not owned by grocery stores or big drugstore change says that they've seen more customers coming in their doors as well. And the big request is not a COVID shot. Right now, everybody is looking for a take-home COVID test, which are in short supply. So at this point, pharmacies are recommending getting a take-home test because the federal government is paying for them, even though there's not enough of them out there and you can't find them. And the cost is supposed to be covered by your health insurance company. Uh, make sure you check with your insurers first to see how that's handled. Generally, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to send them your, their, your receipt because pharmacies are saying, we don't have time to deal with your insurance company on this. Now, the federal government has said that it is going to open a federal website allowing you to order free at-home tests. And quietly, covidtests.gov, which was supposed to open tomorrow, actually had a soft launch today. They say that it's in its beta, test, beta testing phase. And as you might expect, they're having some problems. There have been reports all across the country of issues related to the website's address verification tool erroneously enforcing the four-per-household cap on apartment buildings and other multi-unit dwellings. It's not exactly known how many people are dealing with this problem, but it is thought to be widespread. Maybe their website was designed by somebody from Oregon. So as COVID cases continue to surge, a nasty gram went out from three dozen nurses at the Portland Public School District. Now, some of the schools in that district, the state's largest, have actually closed due to staffing shortages, ostensibly because teachers are sick, even though, as we told you last week, there have been efforts to try and get teachers who are not sick to call in sick so that the schools could go back to distance learning. Well, the nurse's letter contends that various mitigation layers that education officials are calling for, from ventilation to vaccination, proper masking to social distancing, aren't being followed. 
The letter, which was signed by 36 registered nurses, says messaging the schools are safe without taking the steps to make them safe does not keep children safe. In the letter, nurses describe the scenes in the schools as crowded with closed windows where masking is not of medical grade. Children are testing positive at a rate that is too fast to track. The tests provided are expired and staff in every department is stretched too thin. Portland Public Schools has taken a building by building, day by day approach with five schools today doing 100% distance learning. How many kids are sick across the state according to the OHA? About 20% of the COVID positive tests that are coming back right now are kiddos. Well, we are nearing the two-year mark in the coronavirus pandemic, and the Oregon Department of Human Services says it's experiencing a first. Kim Fredland, eligibility backlog manager for DHS, says their application numbers have risen and they can't get the applications processed. Oregon DHS. Oh, yeah. Isn't that under the Oregon Department of Employment? No. So, what's going on, according to eligibility backlog manager Kim Fredland, is that, well, they've just seen a whole lot of people applying for medical goods, cash, and child care assistance. And they're struggling to get it out. When asked why the delay, this is a good quote, we are seeing delayed applications surely because of the volume of applications. Okay, maybe you are a part of the Oregon Department of Employment. According to DHS, this month, staff processed 37% of applications, but the rest, 23,000, are taking longer to get through. And a big part of the reason of this influx of applications is because, well, limitations on getting SNAP benefits just went down. It used to be 185% of the poverty level. Now it's 200% of the federal poverty level. So they're getting inundated. Right now, DHS is asking state lawmakers to hire more people, but they won't get that request heard until next month because lawmakers don't hear anything until next month. Fredlin says they're trying to move employees around the agency to process the applications. And when asked, well, when do you think you'll get through the backlog? They said very specifically, we don't know. 3%, 3, 3, 3% of Willamette Valley and North Coast voters think retaining Eastern and Southern Oregon in the state is worth the cost. Now, I'm let you going to puzzle on that for a second. This all has to do with a survey and a poll that was done by Survey USA, and they polled 1,068 voters in the Willamette Valley and the Oregon North, North Coast. And they said, how much are you personally willing to pay in taxes each year to have these counties remain a part of Oregon? Well, 47% said they weren't willing to pay anything at all. 20% said 100 bucks. 8% said between 100 and $500 a year. 300% or 3% said we'd be willing to pay more than 500 bucks a year. Well, it turns out, it actually cost the average Oregon taxpayer about $562 annually to keep those low-income counties within the Oregon state uh, borders. And the reason for that is, is because, well, they have lower income, so they pay lower taxes. 
And that comes to $382 in, if you will, supplements coming from the rest of taxpayers to kind of fund the stuff that they need with another estimated $187 per year paid by each taxpayer to just fix the roads in eastern and southern Oregon. The poll also asked, if counties in eastern and southern Oregon vote to leave Oregon and become a part of Idaho, do you think the state of Oregon should allow those counties to do that? 16% said, ah, 37% were opposed, 46% said, yep, go ahead and do it. Another interesting question, should Oregon state government look into what effect on Oregon would be if Oregon counties became a part of Idaho and how the transition could be done smoothly? 68% said yes, 20% said no, 12% weren't sure. And what was interesting is that 66% of Democrats said, yeah, do it. The poll also found that many Willamette Valley voters would move to eastern or southern Oregon to become a part of Idaho. 11% said, yeah, they're likely. Another 11% said somewhat likely, all to do that within 10 years. Now, oh, there you go. This look at the news has been brought to you by Dr. Michael Bratland of Chris Dendel. And now it's time for you to get real Rickrolled. I don't think I like that as better as yesterday's. Hit it, Rick. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Bill. Uh, thank you, Bill London. You always bring something kind of interesting to the table. And as Melissa says, we love you, Bill. Um, we're, ha we're happy to have him. We're also tickled to death to have Kim Stark. Hello, my dear. Well, hello. It's good to see you coming. Somebody came the other day and goes, Ben, she's always live in her porch. I'm like, yeah, on the patio. I, you know why? Because the kids aren't out here. So it's right. not as loud. What do you know? So, and you're actually at, at mom's, aren't you? Yes, yes. I, I have tell mom watch them. So, so the kids are inside getting watched. Kim goes outside. This is her This is her zen time. This is my zen. You know what? I know my mom's like, are you cold? I'm like, I don't feel the cold. I feel the quiet peace. And they're actually right there playing with a new puppy. So it is kind of loud in there. You got a new puppy. My mom got a new puppy. So they're oh beyond my word. Yeah. So it is chaos. And this is why we're out here. <laughs> so, so Kim, yeah, Kim already has two puppies as in the form of human twins. Exactly. exactly. So she, Kim yeah. never did anything easy. She has to do, <laughs> we have know. two we have two chickens, two bunnies, two cats, two kids. So we're good. We're good. <laughs> so Kim, elements of a healthy lifestyle. Tonight, we're going to really hit the rubber where the road goes. And I'm going to let yes. you just take over and bring Jenny on and have a conversation. I might pop in and ask a few questions because I'm really interested in this. I okay. Know. I know. I warned her that you'll pop in with your okay. questions. So Jenny was so nice to join us tonight. We have been talking about this for, so I do the health segment on Tuesdays, as you all know. And we've been talking about this so much about why do we just push, you know, um, the uh, the doctors, the, the medicine, the vaccines, that's one thing. But why don't we talk about how we can actually prevent this by getting healthy ourselves? And there are some simple solutions to that. And Jenny Nolan was so nice to join us tonight because she's the expert in all things healthy. And Jenny, thank you again for coming on here. I wanted to just talk to you a little bit about this. Let's talk about what, what are some easy tricks and tips for us who we want to be preventative. We want to be able to kind of give ourselves that, you know, oh, and Rick just put up your, so you guys, if you want to reach Jenny, you can go onto her um, email or her website and I'll let you, I'll let you tell us a little bit about what you do, Jenny. Yes. Well, first of all, I'm a functional medicine, clinical nutritionist. I've been practicing in Eugene for almost seven years. 
Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, just graduated from grad school just last month with my master's degree in clinical nutrition. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so I love Eugene, and you know I've been working with a lot of people in Eugene, and also some are out of the state. Okay. Uh, and it's great to be here today to talk about my favorite subject, nutrition right, <laughs> and immune right. system. I know, and we're, we're going to try not to bombard you too much with questions. But but first of all, let's talk about how, what, what, what do you kind of think of during this time and when people are dealing with this virus and all of these elements, what comes to mind to you as an expert on things that we can do, simply do in our lives to change our lifestyle and kind of be more preventative? Yeah, so I'm going to start on the top layer and then we can kind of gradually drill down to the details. Yeah. And first of all, I want to clarify, diet is not everything. So when I think about health, I think about several crucial pillars that support this whole, uh, whole health system. Uh, one is diet and then stress management, exercise, and also sleep. So those mm. are the four pillars. We all need to kind of, they all need to be in place, right, to support our health. And now let's look at the diet. <laughs> the <laughs> so one we big hear about. Big. Yeah. So when we talk, when we talk about the immune system, first of all, I would say it goes so much beyond just eating oh, vitamin C rich food or zinc rich foods, right? It's it's a whole uh, it's a whole diet we have to look at. And the number one thing I think about is the. I would say the, the first tip I like to give to people is to eat more whole food-based diet, mm -hmm. but less processed. Right. So if you can do that, that'll take care of 50% of the okay. work. Just wow. that simple. Just go whole food-based because those are the most nutrient-dense foods, right? right? Anything okay. in the boxes, containers you know, those are processed, which doesn't really have a ton of nutrients in it. And they're mm -hmm. also added with a lot of, you know, unhealthy ingredients, right? Yeah, right. So that's the first tip I would like to give. Right. And, and then the second tip would be like, okay, focus on eating whole food based nutrient dense foods, mm -hmm. nutrient dense, right? Again, the whole foods, are generally rich in nutrient dense, but now okay. we can focus on picking the stuff that's that are that's a little high in uh, a little bit more high in vitamins D, mm. vitamin mm -hmm. A, vitamin C, and zinc. Okay. Yes. So when it comes to vitamin C, I think a lot of people that's what they think about when they you know when they think about boosting their immune system. Right. Uh, it's pretty straightforward so we're talking about citrus foods leafy grains right yeah yeah uh and also uh you know the, i love the, the smell of citrus foods <laughs> yeah exactly yeah exactly when you go to the grocery stores you just head to the grocery section instead of the processed food <laughs> section right? Fruit. yeah right exactly yeah, it's pretty simple mm -hmm. the bell peppers you know any types of you know different versions of vegetables those are all pretty high in vitamin c Okay. And then vitamin A is very important for immune system. So you can find that in the orange color foods. Okay. Ca carrots or butternut squash, you know, anything, oranges, that kind of thing. 
Okay. Yeah. And we were talking before the show about stress and mm -hmm. about the gut and how it affects our immune system. Yes. yes. So Rick just put that up there. I, we were fascinated by this fact. How important is our gut health? <laughs> You know what? You really hit the nail on the head. I was talking. I was going to talk about it next. <laughs> <laughs> you read your mind. Yes, absolutely. So first, <laughs> how does he do that? Yes, you're a mind reader. Uh, so gut health. I'm actually specializing gut health. So that's why this is kind of my beloved topic. Uh, I was just telling you guys, actually, 70 to 80% of our immune system is actually produced in our gut. 70 so, to 80, okay. Yes, that's a lot, right? That's like the majority of it, yeah. So when I say gut, it's maybe some people are not sure what that is. It's just our digestive system. Mm -hmm. That's what it means. So it's from the mouth all the way to anus, right? It's a whole system from up to down. Uh, and then the food absorption part happens in the small intestine. Okay. That's generally where we build the immune system and also, you know, absorbing all the nutrients. Uh, so the next question is, okay, how can we get our gut system improved or function really well, right? That's the big question because a lot of people have different digestive disorders. We touched a little bit on the gut infections, mm -hmm. right? Parasitic yeah. infection, H. pylori infection. Maybe just just kind of ask me if those words sound a little strange. Yes, and I hear more uh, about these lately. Like I've heard of more people having these disorders. I don't know if it's more common or you're just hearing about it more. Um, but I, I've, I've heard them come up more often and people are dealing with these issues. Um, I yes, don't know very common. Case. Is it more common now? Very, very common. Very common. So, for example, uh, people may have stomach issues, right? Stomach mm -hmm. ache, acid reflux, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, that's a sign that there's some issue with the digestive system. That's the mm -hmm. first sign, right? Mm -hmm. And then gas and bloating, uh, diarrhea, constipation, those are all considered uh, just, you know, the gut disorders. So if you have that regularly, you should be concerned or how often is, I mean, if you're going to have gas and bloating for a day or two, probably okay. But what yes. are the, kind of the symptoms to look out for? Yes. So if you have those symptoms I just mentioned for years, right, or any oh. anytime beyond like three months, that's considered chronic. Uh -huh. So anytime when you have a chronic gut disorder, you need to do something about it because it is going to compromise your gut immune system, right? And then right. you are also going to have issues absorbing what you're eating. Um, so no matter yeah. how healthy you're eating, you're if you're not absorbing it, right? right. You're okay. still going to, yeah, it's they're still going to have some issues there. So Jenny, so, mm -hmm. is, the body, is the body much more like... <clears throat> tied in with the mind and everything else than we in, in American, maybe Western culture, give it credit for. We kind of we kind of separate our body into here. You have a stomach issue. You have a mental issue. You have a, a label. Yeah. Instead of thinking yeah. this is one entire human being and there's a machine here that's operating. And if my this part of it's off, the nutrients aren't going in 
and then they're not absorbing right. And then so I can be down in all the vitamins I want, but if my yes. body is not, not absorbing them, mm -hmm. I'm doing absolutely no good. So during this whole yeah. COVID thing, it was fear and anxiety mm -hmm. is one of the biggest contributors to the, to the problem. And we were all being fear and anxiety. And so mm -hmm. it's, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And then you really hit another very crucial point because I think I really want people to look at themselves or their body as a whole connected system, right? So the brain and the gut are obviously closely connected. That's why there's an expression, I'm not sure if you guys have heard about, people call our gut the second brain. Uh, I haven't heard that. Oh, you haven't heard that? Yes, it's closely connected because there are so millions and millions of neurons in right. the gut mm. that are connected with the brain so we have the spinal cord there's a huge uh kind of a nervous bundle that goes along the spinal cord it's called the vagus nerve so it the vagus nerve connects the brain cells with the the cells that the, you know the uh the neurons in the gut uh, so that's how they're connected. So there, it's a physiological existing connection. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, okay, this is just made up. And that is why a lot of times you see people who suffer from depression mm -hmm. also have a lot of gut issues. Ah, mm -hmm. oh. I did yeah. not know that is our second brain. Listen to that, Rick. Now tell me why you got into this, because didn't you personally experience some issues? And so you started looking into Did I read that right on your site? Yeah, yes, you, you're right. It's actually more my husband. Okay. Okay. Yes. He's got a lot of uh, gut issues very early on, uh, oh. you know, uh, very early on, like, you know, when we met, he was <laughs> suffering from IBS a lot. Oh, yeah. That's uh, a common no idea. one too. <laughs> That's a common one. Yes. And then it was him who actually inspired me because no other conventional doctors can help him. Okay. So, uh, so I just decided to learn on my own. Uh, mm. And then that's how I actually got into nutrition. Uh, and wow. later on, I had my own health crisis. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so it's pretty much just, uh, just to help ourselves. Right. Uh, and then again, going back to the gut, you know, 90% of the serotonin, which is a, one of the key neurotransmitters. Right. We're talking about 90 to 95% of it is produced in the gut. Wow. Okay. And also a lot of the dopamine, 50% of dopamine is also mm -hmm. produced in the gut. Okay. So those are the key neurotransmitters that really support oh. our brain health, right? So okay. that's, that's why the gut health is so important for our mind and mental health. Mm. So if somebody wanted to make like a change right now today, rather than just going out and throwing everything and doing this, what would the, like, what's the first step next to obviously contacting you or someone who does what you do, but what is the first step they could take to just kind of get on that road to being um, like the first element of a healthy life? What would that be? I would say start out with reducing the processed foods. That's the first point I made, right? Start out eating more whole foods, Mm -hmm. reduce the process of foods. So that's how you start. Okay. And then you can, based on each person's situation, you can kind of personalize, you know, the diet for their own situation, right? 
And then if you want to enhance your gut function, you want to investigate what are the root causes of your gut symptoms, right? And also I want to mention for generally uh, healthy people, uh, you want to eat a lot of fiber. That's very, very crucial for enhancing gut health because we have all these microbes in the gut, right? The good ones and the bad ones and the fiber is what feed those microbes and uh, you know really improve the the gut you know the gut probiotic the bacteria uh, diversity uh-huh. and probiotic supplement i don't know if you guys oh yeah uh, mm-hmm. yeah do you guys use it probiotic well, i have had irritable bowel syndrome i suffered through that all through college and beyond and so i was always you know trying and researching and trying to find what works so um okay. yeah I've heard about that. Well, if you have IBS, I would be very careful with choosing a probiotic supplement. So okay. because you want to go slow, sometimes it can actually exacerbate the symptoms. Good to know. Good to yeah. know. Jenny, yeah. somebody's asking, is wine a whole food? And Kim yeah, wanted. Jennifer wants to know if wine is... No. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good question. I'm so sorry, Jennifer. Uh, <laughs> my answer to that is no. <laughs> nice, nice try. You're like, what do you nice want to hear, right? You know, yeah. And maybe if you ate the grapes prior to there you go. stomping them, you Those might grapes. have some good nutritional value in those grapes, right? <laughs> but I mean, once yeah, well, again, the nutrition has to be personalized. So I'm not yeah. going to shoot wine down completely. <laughs> I think it really depends on the person, right? So if you're yeah. generally healthy, uh, I would say, yes, you can probably consume, you know, one serving of it a couple of times a week. You know, it's probably okay. But if you already have issues, mm-hmm. you probably want to be careful with, with right. wine, you know, or any types of alcohol. Yeah. Okay, where can we find you? Because we should put your website up here. Um, Precision Nutrition, right? Uh, Yes, the URL is just my name, JennyNolan.com. Oh, that's easy. That's your URL. I love that. So Jenny Nolan, super easy. And there's her email there as well. And um, you are located where is your... Eugene. Eugene, right in Eugene. So yes. easy to find you. <laughs> well, we, we're talking about having you back again. We might harass yeah, you and come back once a month. <laughs> All right. Yes. Well, again, people, I really want to say sleep well and manage your stress. Okay. Absolutely. Jenny, you're awesome. Thank you so much. That was fun. That was super fun. You're Thank so welcome. You so I had a lot of fun with you guys. All right. Good. Bye, Jenny. Yeah, that was great. So I'm serious. We'll have her once a month because we can come up with so many questions. Oh, my oh, gosh. God, that'd be so awesome, too, because I think yeah. the, I just feel like we're giving real information that mm-hmm. people can use on their own. And yeah, it's not how can we protect ourselves mm-hmm. and use our own instead of being like, so, OK, what can I do? What can I go buy? What kind of right. drug? You know, I'm just, yeah. So. Yeah. And that's what Elements of a Healthy Life is all about. That's what Elements Health Club is about, is a lifestyle. So we're just giving yeah. people other things they can add. We're not saying anything's bad. We're just saying, here's oh. something that's really, really good. Yep. Here's some alternatives. Kim, so you, yeah. you have fun on your little um, Disney vacation. Uh, yes. And- yes. I know. We're hoping we make it, Rick. So we'll let you know. <laughs> okay. And send me pictures. Send some videos. Okay. Then so we can get you guys screaming and doing whatever you do in Disney World. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> all right. We'll do it. All right. See you later, honey. <laughs> All right. So Kim Stark, thank you so much for your hard work. And yeah, she's taking the kids and Bob and they're all going to go out and uh, and uh, hang out in Disney World. So um, Brian uh, Avalon at 
Elements Health Club loves to travel and see different things. So tonight, I guess I got a good one for you. Um, a few years ago, Kathy and I went to Cave Junction and we loved it. Really cool place. Lots of treehouse uh, places you can rent to go there. Um, but one of the things that we found when we were there on our own, we were just driving around, is this we walked in just unannounced and I shot a little story on this guy called, I called him the Burly Man. So uh, take a look here at the Burley Man in Cave Junction, brought to you by Elements Health Clubs of Lane County. And what's the name of the Daniel. store? Uh, this is It's a Burl, and I do carving, and we did it on the road for, I don't know, six, seven years, and we were on our way to Canada here and saw this place and did a U-turn. I said, what's going on here? And we, we never left. That was 19 years ago. And now I'm their second carver, and my wife is the one that owns the little Indian summer shop. So, got to check it out, man. Uh, this is this is cut on a piece of or carved on a piece of burl. Oh my gosh! And you do that? Oh yeah. This I just kind of this is on a piece of extremely hard redwood. It's been in the water for I don't know how many years. Um, and it makes it really uh, dense. How do you know what you're gonna make? I don't. You Not just see it. Yeah, yeah. It's just like like this piece here. I think I started with a rose. And I didn't have any idea what was going to happen after that. All, all my pieces, that's part of the art, is it's a spontaneous thing. I have to flow with it, particularly with redwood, because you hit a lot of different, I should say, a lot of variation in hardness, texture, and um, even grain in some cases, which can completely change your carving. And so you have to be able to flow with that and realize that the tree or the piece of wood well hey was it michelangelo he said uh the uh sculpture is already there that's exactly how i look at the carving the, the carving or the wood the carving is already there and my job is to pay attention to what it's telling me what is burl okay um this looked like this before I did anything to it. Now, but you don't ever see this in the, in nature because it's always got bark over it. Oh yeah, here's an example. And this will get power washed off and you end up with the burl. More what's done is that it's cut into slabs down here at our little mill and they make tables, chairs, all kinds of stuff with it. So obviously you need to know, what is it like a growth that comes out? It's exactly that, it's a tumor. Yeah, have you heard of the movie uh, 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 Redwood Highway? We're in that movie. It's a, a big part of it is they stopping here. Is that not cool? <laughs> so yeah, the guy just let us stop in there and Linda, you are right. That is where you probably saw him before. Uh, and if you have not ever visited Cape Junction, you really got to go down there. So many fun things to do. And like I said, um, the, um, the Redwood Highway is beautiful. The, the people are wonderful. And uh, there really is a lot of interesting. That's the place where the marijuana was <clears throat> legal before it was legal in Oregon. <laughs> well, it wasn't legal, but it's been going on a long time down there. It's its own little world, and uh, we love that part of Oregon. And that's what we're going to be doing more stuff like that 
as Kathy and I move to Montana, we'll be bringing you more stories of interesting ice fishing and all kinds of cool stuff that uh, we want to show you because that's kind of fun to have other things going on in life uh, besides always news, 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 right? Um, and we want to thank Brian for bringing that up and saying, Rick, you need to do that more. We want to see more of that because that helps us. So share this on your page. That really helps me right now and helps us get the word out to our clients and for the information that we pass out there. And uh, we think we provide a valuable resource for people. And obviously you do too, because you're here. So share it on your page. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. We're having a discussion tomorrow. I have to look here because I changed. Um, a lot of people are frustrated with their schools and their city councils because they're not taking action and they're just going along, going with the flow of what's happening with uh, our governor and uh, whatever whim she has that week. Uh, there are people resisting. And we're going to introduce you to some of those people tomorrow who are concerned and have actually done it. We have a school superintendent who's running for governor who actually has come up with a whole plan who he'll discuss. And the city of Brownsville, um, they've come up with a plan. Um, and Lynn County, I think we're going to be talking with someone from Lynn County who would, doesn't have a plan yet. And they're very frustrated. So that'll be tomorrow night on Get Real with dancer and then on thursday we're going to be talking to a couple of doctors at a sweet home we're providing uh, service for people who are getting covid and a couple of covid patients are going to be here sponsored by uh, new leaf hyperbaric and wellness center and uh, we're going to be telling their story and mine about getting covid and how we got treated in the little town of sweet home so that's coming up on thursday have a good night. We'll be back tomorrow with much more. All right. We'll see you later. Have a good night.